welcome to Where Passion Meets Truth. I'm so excited for you guys to be here today. We are from Shield Sisters Initiative, and we are two best friends who co-founded a community for women entrepreneurs who want to live their passion and embrace their truth. I'm Raywin, a self-love coach obsessed with coffee, mustaches, and all things community. And we also have Megan, a truth-seeking super nerd with a passion for mental health, books, and mindset. Each month, we'll bring you a couple of guest interviews, goal-setting tips, and mindset-changing topics to guide you on your journey of living your passion and embracing your truth. Megan's currently on maternity leave, and I have Morgan Plummer as our guest host for today's mindset episode. Morgan is a mindset and business empowerment coach helping women to go from surviving to thriving in their life and in their business. Do you know how many women are too scared to go after their dreams? Her unique methods and strategies take women from terrified to confident so they can wake up head over heels in love with their life. Together, you'll work on crushing your limiting beliefs, defining your goals and desires, mastering your mindset, characterizing your ideal audience, developing your niche, creating your programs, crafting your sales strategy, and rocking your freaking business. Outside of Morgan's business, she is a Leo wife, which means she is a law enforcement officer's wife, for anyone who doesn't know that term, and mom to a two-year-old little man. She enjoys all things health and fitness, bulldoggies, Harry Potter, coffee, and a good book. Welcome, Morgan. I'm so happy you're here. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I am just so excited that I snagged you to talk about mindset today because I think when you are living your brand every single day, it's just like the perfect mindset to be in as a business owner. But I feel like some people really struggle to get into that mindset. Do you agree? I would definitely agree. And I think the reason being is that it's uncomfortable. Um, It's getting outside of our comfort zone and it's something new. And sometimes it's a matter of being vulnerable, which again is just not something we're used to doing. It totally is. I love being vulnerable in my business, but I know that so many people have spent so much of their lives trying not to be vulnerable so that they don't get hurt that when they are faced with this idea that you need to be vulnerable and you need to let people in, especially in the type of businesses that we're in, that I think they just, they get so scared. I would agree. And I think it's twofold here. So oftentimes when we're starting our own business, when we're doing this online space, we're, we're coming from the corporate world. And in the corporate world, it's not always acceptable for you to be yourself. You know, um, you have to dot your I's and cross your T's and make sure that you don't use any swear words. So then when we get into this online space and we have an opportunity to be our true selves, it's just not something we're used to. And it almost feels um, like we're doing something wrong. And the second part of that is our egoic mind, our mindset here, is always trying to keep us safe. So when we're stepping on the border of maybe doing something unconventional, it's it's that feeling of, hold on a second, this you probably shouldn't make this decision. This is a bad idea. And then we kind of retreat a little bit. So it's a matter of pushing through that uncomfortableness and learning that this is really the the best aspect of your business. Yeah, it's so funny to see, well, it's funny to me because I've always been one of those people who's like, 
this is who I am. If you don't like me, then I'm sorry, but I'm not ashamed of who I am. And so when I got into the online space and I really saw people like trying to do what other people were doing and trying to fit themselves into other people's boxes. And I was so confused because I thought to myself, okay, hello, you wanted to start your own business so that you could be your unique self and follow your passion, but you're still trying to conform to someone else's ideas. Right. And uh, I like to call that imposter syndrome. And, you know, we all have that growing period where we do do that because we see somebody being super successful. They're making, you know, they say they're making all of this money and they have all of these clients and all of these sales. And we don't know any different from the outside. So in our minds, you know, why, why shouldn't I do what they're doing? If that's working for them, it should work for me, right? But in reality, if it's not in alignment with us, if that's not, not in alignment with our beliefs and our actions, your business isn't going to flow and you're ultimately going to hit a wall and you're not going to see that success. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that there's something to say that it's super important for you to learn all of the business practices that may work for you and that it's going to be trial and error but at the same time you have to hold on to who you are and what your brand is do you have like a great definition of what of defining a brand so that our listeners can really understand the difference between their brand and taking what everyone else is doing I do. I have a couple different um, aspects that I kind of go through when I'm working with my clients. And I like that you brought up uh, trying and trying again, because in this world, when you're, you're running your own business and you're learning what works, we're failing forward. So don't look at it as an opportunity that you did something wrong or you're not successful. You're just, you're failing forward. You're learning what's working and you're revamping and doing it again until it works for you. So in regards to branding, Again, I look at a couple different things here. So branding, okay, is your logo and it's colors, but it's more than that. Branding is a feeling. It's what your business stands for. So for example, if somebody thinks of me, what do I want them to feel? What kind of feelings am I eliciting through my program? So I love um, empowerment, confidence, family, um, community. That's all really important to me. So when I'm conveying my messages or putting my content out there, I make sure that it's in alignment with what I want my clients to feel. And that looks different for everybody. There's no right or wrong answer here. I always suggest to my clients to make a list, just do a brain dump on a piece of paper and write down all of those feelings that you resonate with and, and what you really want your business to stand for. And then pick maybe four to five of those and really incorporate them into your business. I look at them as the pillar of your business and what it really stands on. And that's kind of how, again, how I base all of my content and my messages because that's what I want my clients to feel. That would be step one. Step two is um, I always, this is different from your mission or vision statement. I call this a power statement. So this is who you are and how you're serving. So for example, if a family member comes to me and asks, so Morgan, what are you doing? Instead of going into the long introduction that you shared, I can just simply say, I'm a mindset and business empowerment coach, helping women to go from surviving to thriving in their life and in their business. So I told you who I'm serving, 
and how I'm helping them. And obviously I need to go into a little more detail, but it's just a really great way for you to quickly introduce yourself or share what you're passionate about. And it's, again, just a little different from your vision or mission statement in that it's just a quick blurb of what you do and how you're doing it. So that would be step two. Step three is your passions. So what are you passionate about, okay? You are more than your business. And I really love this because I can share my love for Bulldogs and Harry Potter all the time and I don't have to feel bad about it. Neither of those have anything to do with my business, but again, it's just what I'm passionate about. So there's nothing wrong with sharing that. And the thing is, that's what's really going to connect you with people. And there's no right or wrong answer here, but I love connecting with other women that love bulldogs. So it's a win-win for me. And, you know, if you're a super nerdy bookworm, that's okay. Own it. Whatever it is that makes you you, this is your opportunity to just share it and showcase that in your business. Those steps are crazy good. I agree with them, like completely, 100%. I think that you have to, especially when you're a solopreneur, you have to include those aspects about your personal life for people to connect with so that they know that you are a human being. Just like, I mean, that's what you are. You are a human being and you're not a robot and you're not a big corporation. And since you're connecting with clients on a one-on-one -on -one basis, you always want to have a little bit of who you are in there too. Um, someone that I thought did this really well when I first got into the entrepreneur world was Melissa Griffin with her dog. He was always coming with her to events. You'd always see him background in her webinars and stuff. And he's a corgi. So everyone who loves corgis are going to definitely connect with Melissa because she loves her corgi and it's just like you package it all together into who you are and who your business is and that's one of the best ways to stay in that mindset and to stay on brand. That is so true. I, I love that she incorporates her dog and you're so right. Anyone else that has a corgi is going to automatically be drawn to her. And another, another great aspect of this, and something that I can especially relate to, is mom life. And ultimately, regardless of what you sell, whether it's a service or a product, people are buying you. They're not buying what you put out there. And the more confident you are, the more you showcase what you stand for and what you believe in, the brighter you're going to shine and the more people you're going to attract. So, for example, mom life. People are looking for relatability. So most times when I'm doing my live videos, my son is like in the background lighting the curtains on fire. I mean, that's just what we do at the Plumber household. But I, I want to advocate for moms that mom life is hard. Yes, it's super rewarding, but some days are complete disasters. And, and I think that's so important because we see this portrait of other moms that act like they have their life together and laundry's folded and put away when in real life that's probably not happening and I just don't want other women to feel like they're failing or that they're not good enough because they're not living up to the highlight social reel that we see on Facebook. So I, that is just why I think it's so important to be authentic in what you do and what you stand for and what you believe in because that is going to surpass everybody else that's doing the same thing you are.
Oh yeah, definitely. And something that we always talk about in Shield Sisters is that just because there's someone out there who maybe has the same ideas as you or is doing something very similar to you, doesn't mean that there isn't also space for who you are because people are going to connect with you differently. Like someone might connect super well with Daniel Laporte and then someone else might be more like connect more with Elizabeth Gilbert but both work in an aspect that has to do with self-love but it's just how you connect with them it's connecting with um I can't think of the word connecting with a person who is leading you or who's teaching you is all in your personal perception it's not a hundred percent in how they are portraying but when they are portraying themselves as authentic, it's easier for you to connect with them or for you to say, okay, maybe we don't have the right vibe and I'm not really picking up on what they're saying and then you can move to someone else. But if they aren't being authentic in how they are portraying themselves, then you automatically feel kind of like unsure, uneasy, and not really sure why you aren't connecting with them. So that's something I always think about when I am connecting with people as a teacher or a mentor or a coach is if I'm not being my authentic self, that person's going to know it. No matter how fake I can make it feel or how real I can make it feel, if I'm not feeling it, then they aren't going to feel it. Yeah, that's so true. And it's so funny because I, I tell my clients this all the time. I can't tell you, there's no exact formula for this, but when you're in alignment with your purpose and your passions, when that falls into peace, into in together, when that little puzzle piece comes in, your business just takes off and it's the weight is lifted off of your shoulders because you're no longer fighting. It's a natural process. You're, you're being you. You don't have to act like anybody else. And that's, I mean, that's what we want. That's why we're doing this, this business opportunity. We want that freedom. We want that flexibility. So why not make it easier on yourself? And to do that, you just have to be you. It's really that easy. Yeah, it's so funny because so many people think that it's more difficult to be who they are or when they're creating their business, they don't want to fully show who they are which is okay you don't have to be 100% vulnerable airing out all of your dirty laundry but if you are working on creating a brand and staying authentic to yourself there are several places you can look at in your life and who you are and add those into your brand like you said with bulldogs and harry potter those are things that people will connect with with for you but not only that, you can also look at things like your wardrobe. It's really funny. I didn't notice it until this past year, maybe a few months ago, when I was planning to go on a business trip. And I looked in my closet, and the vast majority of the clothes that I own are the brand colors for Shield Sisters. When we picked the brand colors, I didn't notice it. And every time I did things for Shield Sisters, I didn't notice I was always wearing a branded color. And that's because that was some part of the authenticity that got infused into Shield Sisters. 
So if you aren't really too sure where to look and how to form that authentic branding, take a look at your closet, take a look at the things that you have in your house and the things that you feel close and connected to because when you include and incorporate those things into your branding, you're less likely to need to go through a rebrand and you're more likely to be aligned with your business. That is such a great point. That is, um, it's funny because that's not something I've ever thought of, but it's so true. Um, and to, to go along with that, I talked to some women who, who are either scared to share their story or they're embarrassed which is totally understandable. But just keep in mind that if you're going through something, somebody else is going through something and they're waiting to hear that message from you to know that they're not alone, to know that it's going to be okay, to know that you're there to support them. And that's really when that, again, turning point happens in your business. So, you know, if you're a mom and you've got dishes in the sink, share it because it all happens to us at some point. Or um, if you're trying to get your workout in and there's toys all over the floor, don't be embarrassed, like that's real life. What kind of childhood would, be, would that be for your children if there weren't toys on the floor? So it's, it's going to be uncomfortable if it's not something you're used to doing, but that's okay. When you get outside of your comfort zone, it, it, we can get really scientific here, but it actually releases that happy chemical in your brain. So, you know, don't be scared, just go for it. You may be nervous, but when you do share something that maybe makes you a little vulnerable, or maybe it was a learning experience, and then you see that support rally around you or that interest in maybe working with you, the reward is totally worth it. I love that you got a little bit into the science there because that's really the basis of all of this. And when you think about mindset or you think about defining things, when you're lost, your body takes the, your body is also lost. So if you're working on say like a health, being healthier, unless you have that healthy mindset or the chemicals flowing through your body that are making you healthier because you're eating healthier foods or drinking healthier or working out and releasing those chemicals, all of those things come into play with how you're portrayed and how you feel and how your physical body shows up. So if you are not feeling that connection with your brand, then your brain is a little more distracted because you have you aren't releasing all of those chemicals that are keeping you in that process does that did that make sense or did that sound totally confusing no it totally makes sense and I just have two things to add sometimes okay first thing when you start feeling that uneasiness or that heaviness on your shoulders or, or something just doesn't feel right I want you to take a step back and just listen to what's on your heart. And the thing is, we're not accustomed to listening to our intuition because again, the world is so noisy, but everything is there. Everything you need to be successful, everything you need to master your mindset or crush your brand is there. Sometimes we just have to take a step back and listen to our heart and see how that feels. And don't worry about what anybody else thinks. Just listen to your heart and do what feels good. It's that easy. 
Secondly, life ebbs and flows. Our business changes. If you feel the need to go through a rebrand, that's okay. Sometimes people are a little nervous because maybe they've built a community and they're going to have to explain to their community or they're going to have to um, explain why they're changing the name of their group or their colors. And yes, that's a super easy thing to do, but don't worry about anyone else's perception because when your brand is in alignment with who you are, who you're supposed to be working with is automatically going to come. So just don't let that idea of maybe that, that need to change your brand, don't let that deter you because ultimately it's a good thing. And again, it, it's going to be uncomfortable, but that's a good thing too. So it's, it, it could be a little scary when you're looking at the big picture, but if your heart is telling you that maybe you need to rebrand a little bit because things have changed, that's totally okay. Oh yeah, and who we are is always changing. So it's natural that your brand and what you're doing in your business is also always changing. When I first started out with the idea of self-love and wanting to inspire self-love in others, I was 18 years old. And I wanted to start a magazine and it was going to be called Warrior Queen and it was going to be geared towards teenagers well by the time I got my blog up and running it was still be a warrior queen but I was 21 22 so my focus had kind of shifted to more college students because that's who I could relate to well then I got engaged so it got a little marriage twist on it I had a daughter that had a child twist on it and then I started my own business. And when I started Shield Sisters Initiative, even though it still has the same core values as Warrior Queen does, and it connects with a totally different audience in some aspects, because now, since my focus is on female entrepreneurs, I have some people who are in their early 20s or in college that are starting their own businesses. I have some people who are in their 50s who are starting their own businesses. I have a ton of moms. I have people who just got married. Like age-wise, I no longer have that target. But I had to go through all of those changes and transitions to get here. So it's natural for your brand and your business to morph. I totally see my business continuing to morph because I'm human, we're all human, and the things that we connect to today may not be the things we connect to later. And that's one of the big things we talk about in Shield Sister as well with your self-love tools because what works for you on your self-love journey and any types of self-care now might not work for you in a couple months when you have some life transition. So it's important to know that that change and that transition and finding new tools and connecting with yourself in a different way is all just part of the process of life and business. Yeah, so true. Again, just going back to life ebbing and flowing. And it's just important to, sometimes I hear women, and this is kind of unrelated, but sometimes I hear women, they're like, well, I don't know where to get my content from, or I'm just not sure what to be sharing. This just comes back to what's happening in your life and it's always changing and that's a good thing because if you're not changing, you're stagnant and you're not moving. So just look at it as a learning opportunity. Understand that it's okay 
and and just go for it and and my line is just do what feels good do what feels good to your heart I love that. I love that that line. It's very close to our do it afraid. So I feel especially pulled toward it. Will you tell us a little bit more about where it is that people can find you and to connect with you? Yeah, of course. Uh, so I have an amazing Facebook group with some kick-ass women uh, called the Lady Boss Tribe. So the Lady Boss Tribe. Um, any female entrepreneur is welcome. We're always doing tons of free content and challenges. You can also find me on Instagram at coach underscore Morgan underscore plumber, as well as facebook.com forward slash forward slash coach Morgan plumber. Oh, and I should add to my website is morganplumber.org. A ton of great information on there as well. Perfect. So um, one last thing, Morgan, do you have maybe one tip, like your number one tip for women who are on their journeys to finding their passion and their truth and where it intersects? Oh, that's such a juicy question. Okay. This comes back to just taking a step back and listen to what's on your heart. So I love doing these two different exercises. And the first one is what does your dream business look like? No, no, don't hold back here. Don't worry if it looks too big or too scary or impossible. Just put it all out on paper because if we don't put our dreams and our desires out on paper, they're just a, they're just a dream and they'll never happen. So step one would be to write out what your dream life looks like, your dream business. What are you doing? How often are you working? Um, how do you feel? How do your clients feel? What does it look like? Put all of that out. The second thing I love is to write a letter to yourself six months from now. So that would be the beginning of 2018. And what does that look like? What are you doing right now? How are you feeling? Like be very specific. You're, you're sitting on your couch with your husband and your son drinking a cup of coffee and this is how you feel and this is what your business is doing. Because the funny thing is, when we put that down on paper, it starts to come to fruition. And I've had women that have written these letters and then they look six months later and it's come true. And how amazing is that feeling when you can actually manifest your future because you start to actually follow what's on your heart and chase those dreams. That's brilliant. That's something that I've actually been working a lot more on lately. I always had sheets of paper all over the place, but I'm trying to put it all in one place, like in a vision board, so that maybe my dreams that are becoming realities are not quite as scattered. <laughs> they actually happen in an organized manner as opposed to just willy-nilly. I, I was really bad at that, and I still kind of am. I actually, I kind of live off post-it notes, but I do carry like two different journals. One that I religiously journal in because that's changed my life um, in regards to the goals that I want to reach and how I want to be feeling and what I'm grateful for and my affirmations. And then I have a second journal to put down all of those ideas and things that I want or content. Um, because especially as moms, I don't know about you, but I cannot keep my life together some days. 
Nope. Basically, I am a hot mess. That's one of my favorite phrases. Like, we're all hot messes here. We just do what we can with what we have when we have it. And then we try to get all of our systems in place and just keep going. Rewrite as necessary. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, Morgan. Yes, thank you for having me. I am so grateful for the opportunity. Um, if I just have one last thing to add, just please, girl, go after your dreams. Go after what's on your heart. Um, an example, you know, when I was coming out of the corporate world, um, at, you know, I like to swear a little bit because I may be a little dramatic. But in the corporate world, that's not a responsible thing to do. So now that I have my own business and I can actually be me, I find that the more I swear, the more direct and blunt I am with my clients, the more clients come. And that's just a testimony to the power of being yourself and changing your mindset to believe in your brand and what you stand for. So please don't ever give up on your dreams and go after what's on your heart because somebody is waiting to hear your story and your message. Yes, and on that note, mic drop. Thank you so much for joining us today and listening in, guys. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, definitely click subscribe. We have some amazing women who have joined us on Where Passion Meets Truth to help guide you on finding your passion and your truth intersection and to really get you living in that sweet spot that is what we call life. So thank you again, and we'll catch you next week. This episode is sponsored by Embracing Your Inner Queen in Five. Embracing Your Inner Queen in Five is our self-love e-course that includes audio and video trainings focusing on the five areas of self-love. Embracing Your Inner Queen in Five heavily focuses on the need for community while on your self-love journey and comes with amazing bonuses like a 30-minute soul chat with Raywin and worksheets and more. Check it out by clicking the link in our profile.